One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Wednesday the 22nd of March. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, Boris Johnson has admitted he misled Parliament over lockdown parties in Number 10, but not intentionally or recklessly. This as he prepares to face the Privileges Committee today. Meanwhile, Eurosceptic Tory MPs are expected to join the DUP in voting against the Prime Minister's new Brexit deal for Northern Ireland. And Vladimir Putin has accused Britain of escalating the Ukraine war really, uh, and uh, taking steps towards a nuclear collision by sending depleted uranium shells to Kiev. Uh, the time right now is uh, 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Uh, well, thank you very much indeed for your company. Really appreciate you joining me on what is, huh, what a surprise, another busy day uh, for us uh, in news-wise, certainly in Parliament, a very, very busy day. Uh, we will be having uh, at midday uh, Prime Minister's questions. After that, there will be the debate and then a vote on the Windsor framework, specifically a vote on the Stormont break, uh, which Rishi Sunak has negotiated with the EU. We already know the DUP is going to vote against it. We're going to talk to leading figures in the European Research Group of Eurosceptic MPs. They issued their report yesterday basically saying, look, this is not an improvement on the Northern Ireland Protocol. Um, and uh, we're going to find out how they are going to vote. And then uh, box office starts at two o'clock. It will be taken live here on Talk TV. You want to watch it. It will be here live uninterrupted uh, with Boris Johnson giving his evidence in questions at the uh, Privileges Committee. Uh, four hours of evidence, uh, questions and answers. Uh, this after uh, he issued his uh, dossier of defence over Partygate uh, uh, affair. Um, uh, 
nine o'clock this morning, we are going to have the committee's publication of all of the evidence that they are going to be presenting, a lot of the witness statements and the like. So we're going to get more about more of that before, of course, we see that question. The whole thing is going to be played out live on national TV, and we hope you'll be joining us uh, for that later today. Uh, I would love to know from you, just first of all, what your reaction is to all of this. Boris Johnson saying he misled Parliament, yes, over lockdown parties, but it wasn't intentional and it wasn't reckless. Now, this is what he's specifically been accused of by the Privileges Committee. Um, and uh, I just want to know simply, what is your reaction? Do you think I'm fed up with it? I want to move on, whether you were pro-lockdown or, 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 or anti-lockdown. Um, uh, do you think you know it's absolutely vital that this is carried through? Do you think it has an impact on whether or not he has a future political career or not? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Tweet me at Talk TV. Uh, text the word talk to 8722. Uh, put the word talk at the beginning of your message and we'll get as many of those on air as we can. Uh, right now, let's me introduce you to Benedict Spence, who is joining me all this morning for the chat. Um, it is going to be a fascinating day. Mm. Um, James Max was just saying to me, you know, a big day for you know Rishi Sunak as well. Mr, you know, bearing in mind as Chancellor, he did get a fine. I thought rather unfairly, actually, mm. uh, for uh, coming to a meeting in the Cabinet Room and then finding the cake and then getting fined for it by the police. Seemed mm. a bit unreasonable to me. Um, and that was the least egregious of all the parties, in my view. Um, how, how... My first, my first question to you is, what is your reaction to Boris Johnson's dossier? Tell me, tell me what you think of the whole I thing. I think... I, I, yeah, there's been a lot of sort of uh, umming and ahhing about recklessly, recklessly misleading Parliament or deliberately misleading Parliament as if there's some sort of major difference. I actually tend to think recklessly misleading Parliament is probably worse than deliberately because deliberately at least means there might have been a good reason behind it, whereas reckless suggests that you just just out of control. Uh, the thing is, I actually think it's a bit of a sideshow. I think people have not are not really that involved in it, mentally invested, as they might have been, say, a few months ago. Um, and I think that's partly because collectively a lot of people want to forget, actually, about uh, the regulations and about the impositions that were placed on their lives. Whereas for a lot of uh, politicians, I think actually this is a way for them to vent about this situation, mm. given that a lot of them just waved the, the legislation through. I think that they feel a little bit silly. And this yeah. is a way for them to sort of be a bit cathartic, have a sort of a group therapy exercise and say, it's all his there fault. Is, there is definitely an aspect of that, isn't there? And there is an aspect. Look, and I say this as someone who holds no candle for Boris Johnson. If you're a regular viewer or listener, you will know this uh, on this issue. But it's also not someone who's sort of, you know, this visceral hatred of Boris Johnson yeah. that so many on the left have. I mean, the SNP hate him, Labour Party hate him, the Lib Dems hate him, the, the, the Ramonas in the... Most of his back. Uh, most of his hate him. Hate him. <laughs> and, and actually, until they thought he was actually going to win mm. uh, in July 2019, uh, he didn't have any support on the back bench. He didn't have any mates. Yeah. He really didn't. Um, so, so you know, there are an awful lot of people um, who, who want to put the knife into Boris Johnson. Mm. My, my argument in this is, this is true and also... What he did was wrong, yeah. and also what he did was wrong enough that he had to be ousted from power. No, I mean it wasn't. You know, it wasn't Sue Gray or the Met Police or Keir Starmer or or anybody else or Dominic Cummings no. who who stitched who, who stitched him up. Mm. Boris Johnson stitched himself up yeah. by imposing rules on the rest of us, which he and his staff then didn't obey. What still amazes me is that Cabinet Secretary Simon Case is still in a job. Mm. That still blows my mind. He was in charge of that building. And most of the people at these events were civil servants. Most people who got fined were civil servants, not not politicians. Um, and yet it was only Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak as politicians who got fined. Uh, and yet, you know, um, they, 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 Simon Case was their boss. And he, wore, he the reason why he didn't do the re Sue Gray report and Sue Gray did it was because he'd been at one of the sodding parties. Yeah. Um, I am still... 
I mean, what, reading Boris Johnson's dossier yesterday, uh, over 50 pages, I'm, I'm, I'm genuine. I still shake with anger about this. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I still shake. I am so angry about this. But I'm angry about it in a different way from a lot of people. There are lots of people go, oh, it's outrageous, outrageous. He broke these rules while everyone else was sacrificing. No, we weren't sacrificing. <laughs> we were forced by mm. pain of, you know, major fines or losing your job if you were found out for the rest of us, if you were breaking these laws. Um, people were terrified into their homes. They were, there was scaremongering. There mm. was propaganda. A total abject failure, I'd like to say, by a lot of the media to ask the right questions. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 I pulled my hands up early on. I don't think I asked enough the right questions. Um, but um, I certainly wasn't saying lockdown more, lockdown more. Let's have more restrictions on other people. Why and aren't I was one you of the, down was, faster, minister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty much the only question they asked. Um, but um, I, I really, I really do think that you know there is a massive case to answer here. And, and my issue with this again is. They were having parties. They weren't wearing masks. They weren't social distancing. They were spending time together. They were having a good time when they were literally having press conferences one room away, one wall away, mm. where they were being told, you must not see more than two people. must be not two people. You cannot, even in your own garden. I mean, on the night of one of these parties, Oliver Dowden was saying, you can't be in a room, you know, mm. you can't be in a garden with more than one other person or something. Now, um, they imposed those rules on us, but they didn't bathe them themselves. Not because they were taking risks, it was because they knew the rules were stupid and unnecessary mm. and they did it anyway. I will never forgive that. Yeah. I will never forgive that. I think the thing for me and I think a lot of other people is we were angry at the time and throughout and we are talking now in terms of years. And you can still be irritated and angry, but it's a sort of quite a low simmer, if anything, because yeah. it's not new. None of none of the revelations that are coming out today in this bombshell dossier are new. Nothing that will be said by any of the MPs of the committee later will be new. There'll be a lot of bombast. There'll be a lot of grandstanding because this is an opportunity to yeah. stick the knife in. I mean, at least Chris re- Bryant's not there, so that he was he stood down as head of the committee because that phrase, would have been unbearable yeah. uh, yeah. to watch. But uh, it's uh, that that's the thing. I think anybody who watches this, we will be looking for a little bit of drama. But most people, I think, have decided consciously or subconsciously, to just park that whole era because it's yeah. not an era in which many people covered themselves in glory. Lots of people involved in the running of government enforced these rules or you know, didn't obey them themselves. And a lot of other people who might of their day-to-day lives be like, oh, I'm a free lo- freedom-loving Englishman, I won't mm. be uh, p- imposed upon, went along with it because they were scared, because they were cowed, because they didn't know what yeah. was going on. Yeah. And I think most people have just gone, do you know what? This is a p- time of my life I'd rather just, not think about. Let's just, yeah, let's put it, it's like having a row with the family or, or, or in a marriage. It's unspoken and you, say, and you just say, let's just, let's just park that one, yeah. draw a line, move on. And I un- I do understand why a lot of people want to do that. Mm. Um, do you think this um, is the possibly the end of his career? Um, because he is fighting for his political life because, I mean, there are various different things that could happen from this point on. If if the, the committee, the religious committee, and he says it's unfair, biased hearings, um, again, majority of four, uh, uh, four over three Tory mm. MPs to non-Tory to non- MPs, I think that's absurd claim, frankly. Um, but, but if there is a situation where they do say that he has... Uh, committed contempt for Parliament, and he has misled the House recklessly uh, or deliberately. Um, I, I would say, I mean, I'm sorry, it's unbelievably obvious to me that he has done both of those things. I mean, he's practically um, admitted. Um, so. so, yeah, exactly. So, damned by his own words, in my view. But if they do decide that, and they do decide on a more than 10-day suspension mm. of Parliament, we have a free Commons vote. Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister, said he will not whip his MPs. Remember, this is one of the things that actually brought Boris Johnson down, mm. uh, the whipping on the vote on Owen Paterson, one of his uh, his friends and ministers. Um, so if there was that situation, um, 
And then there was a by-election, a possible recall, a possible by-election. And we're looking at like three or four stages down the road for Boris Johnson in his constituency. Do you think that would be the end of his career? Because he could stand in that by-election? Do you think, think he could win it? I think his career was effectively done when uh, Liz Truss's government collapsed and he threw his hat into the ring and then didn't succeed. That was the second he- time that he tried to become Prime Minister and then pulled out because he, he couldn't get the numbers. Oh, or, no, he or, did. No, we know for well, a fact. Well, no, that's the point. He couldn't get the numbers, the numbers or to didn't carry on in the have race. the fortitude to yes. push ahead with it. Didn't quite have the gumption. And I think you can get away with that once, and he did get away with it once. Second time, most MPs, even the ones that like him, will be going, he's a bottler. And that's actually the key thing is if he if it isn't already a slam dunk, he won't take the risks to his own, you know, to his own person. I think that was the moment that his career was done. This might just solidify it. But ultimately, I think he could be exonerated and he still won't be prime minister. There are still an awful lot of people, it would seem, who still think that, you know, this is that he could come back and he's his saviour and labour away ahead in the polls, although that that poll lead is slipping. uh, and, and that and that he is the he is the you know the the, the great white hope. Mm. Um, I mean, it is really important to note that that there's no nothing in the polling that suggests that if he were leader, that the party would be doing any better. And no. also, uh, the Conservative Home, who the members, uh, the Conservative Party grassroots members, they've done a survey of their uh, members, and um, you know these are the people who actually get to decide who the next Tory leader would be if there were another election. God forbid, I don't know how many more we can go through in a year, in a year or two period. Um, that actually two thirds of Tory party members don't want him to return. Mm. I mean, they they don't want they don't want him to have to be at the privileges committee. They don't want him suspended from parliament. They don't want him, you know, their view humiliated. And, yeah. and you know, he's a former prime minister, former conservative leader, but they don't want him back as Tory leader. So why does that? Why do so many people seem to cling to this idea? A, he's the great white hope and b that that he actually can he can come back if if voters generally don't want Mm. him and tory party members don't want him and we know most tory mps don't want him i think some people still want him back because he's he won the election in the manner that he did and he's not been beaten in a general election that's the that's the sort of the disconnect okay he's he's failed in two leadership contests but actually when it comes to the public he has won and he did it on a platform that was offering things that hadn't really been offered before mm. he's fumbled it i think they still feel if you just give him one more chance he might he might bring it back what we need to remember is he had a huge lead in the polls and he fumbled it all by himself. As yeah. you said, not Sue Gray, not anybody else, not Keir Starmer. It was him that did that. And I think just some people think back to that period in 2019 and can't quite get over yeah. the advantage and the victory that they had and how bad it was. But also we wouldn't have had the ongoing battles over Brexit. Uh, and still ongoing, we could talk about yeah. that next. But also um, a small matter of being up against Jeremy Corbyn yes. as opposed to Keir Starmer. Uh, 6.45 is the time. We'll look at all the front pages. Be surprised. This does feature on the front page. It's going to talk about that vote. Uh, and also inflation figures coming up at 7. This this is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.